0: Bush and Richie with another daily takeaway. Uh, The first part of which uh, is actually going to act as a very brief therapy session uh, for my friend here. I'm...
1: I, I'm very annoyed. I'm very,
0: very annoyed. <laughs> I know you are. Know See, you the are.
1: funny thing is, in the show you're about to hear, we talk about showing people around your workplace and opening the doors of your workplace, making it more accessible. And the irony, the, the <laughs> sweet irony that you wouldn't have been aware of if you listen to the show is that I then go and try and make myself and producer Nick a uh, latte and a hot chocolate respectively in our little coffee machine that takes two minutes. <laughs> and then some people from a different radio station in this building tell me I, I'm not allowed in the room. <laughs> Some bloke said, try the sick floor, mate, and I nearly nutted him. <laughs> you try the sick floor. They'll find oh, you on the sick floor, mate. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. So, <laughs> I'm not for all, Let's have a little tear-up with another radio station. Do you know what I mean? Oh, dear. So, yeah, so this is bad energy, isn't it? This is bad. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, we're going to end it, like, so positive you won't believe.
1: Yes, yeah, so, sorry about that. This is bad energy, but I feel like it's cathartic. Enjoy the show, have a laugh, and then we'll see you at the end when it's all positive.
2: The Daily Takeaway daily takeaway. Now we know
0: you come to this home time show for Great British Bake Off chat. That's the number one destination uh, for Great British Bake Off chat. This here home time show. Oh yes. Uh, don't worry, not going to tell you we went out last night because I couldn't tell you because we didn't finish it. Because once again, all right, I'll, I'll say like the break, uh, Great British Bake Off. Yeah. But once again, makes Natalie fall asleep. So what, Natalie, your other half
1: <laughs> always doesn't make an
0: entire episode? Doesn't can't seem to make it. an entire episode. It's one of those programmes that will always send her off. And I think there are things in life that have the ability, much as you you, you know, you, you don't go into it thinking, oh, I'm going to put this on because it's going to send me to sleep. Something will always do it. Now, it doesn't necessarily need to be a TV show uh, because dishwashers have the same effect on me. If I'm sat down in a room yeah. where there is a dishwasher that is on, it will without fail put me to sleep always will. I think it's that rhythmical sound of water and the fact that, you know, for 90 minutes you've just got this... I like that. I like the idea of being sat near a
1: dishwasher as well.
0: It's, like, it's got a similar sound to one of those baby white noise machines that sends the kids off to sleep.
1: It is. It's exactly
0: the same sound. Do you have a thing that will always send you off? I'm, I
1: Reading. Any form of reading. I've tried loads of times to like buy. I'm going to get into reading books again, so I don't read anymore. because I, I listen to a lot of audio books. One page and I'm literally half asleep, <laughs> keeling over on the train. Can't read anymore. The game's losing, gone.
0: Losing your space in the book because it's dropped off your lap.
1: I've I bought a book recently uh, about the uh, like the the history of ancient Rome, which sounds like something to make you fall
0: asleep anyway. And I've I've done six pages and I've had to knock it on the head. Right, let's have more of these, please. We don't want any suggestions of people saying the home time show. All right, that's rude. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. It's fair so enough. We'll just put it out there straight way, but if you want to add to the list of things that will send you to sleep, and there's a couple of curious ones already there, with reading books or uh, dishwashers, add to it please. If we may say so
1: ourselves, our first Toasty Tuesday last night was a raging success. Uh, if you want to find out how we got on, and indeed the recipe to our ravioli <laughs> toasted sandwich, uh, the video is on Facebook and Twitter right now, at Absolute Radio.
0: It's important that you get the recipe, because you wouldn't want to get it wrong. It's very difficult to get it wrong, it's a lot, you're quite <laughs> intri- intri- you know, intricate. <laughs> Carefully done in video format for you on all our socials. Uh, Sarah says, I always fall asleep to motorsport. I think it's the sound of the engines. I even managed to fall asleep at the side of Donington Racetrack during morning warm-up for the MotoGP bikes. Oh my, if someone goes past me in a car that's quite loud, I'll jump into my partner's arms like Scooby-Doo. Yes.
1: So that's... how does someone fall asleep to that kind of, like, ra- you know raving well, noise? if you've
0: got that going on for an hour and it is just an hour of... <coughs> Now, it probably becomes quite rhythmical.
1: To be fair, though, I have tried watching uh, the Grand Prix and it does send me to sleep as well.
0: <laughs> what sends you off? We want to hear. Uh,
1: someone says driving home around the M25 and obviously they've got a good point because it's quite a boring motorway, isn't quite it? It's quite a boring motorway. It goes in a big circle. I just wonder whether they, a, a series of photos would be quite in a good... Stations of the Cross. <laughs> during religious holidays, yes. you know, just at least have some kind of story to
0: it. Liven it up, yeah. Just
1: spice it up a little
0: bit. Dan the Sparky in Wolverhampton says one thing that will certainly put me to sleep is having my hair cut. Oh, That is, that is a spot on that one. The number of times I'm getting my hair cut, you know that the moment when you're getting it washed to begin with and your head's lying back in the bowl and all that kind of thing? Yeah. That for me is, I, I'm always thinking, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep. It's so relaxing.
1: See, I would have that, and I've had that before when leaning back, but uh, the place where I am go to get my hair cut, you lean forwards, which just seems very weird. Leaving him forward having your hair washed. It's it's like about about to have your hair cut by your mum in like the early 80s. Where are you you going?
0: Where are you going? I've never heard of that. Very, very strange.
1: Uh, Martin (laughs) says the Isle of Wight hovercraft. Every time I went on it, the hydrofoil as well. Sparco.
0: Just to confirm, you you are made to lean forwards in a basin.
1: Yeah, 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 head forwards in the basin. I always
0: thought it was weird. Yep. I've always thought
1: it was weird. I challenge them the next time you go. I thought this isn't right. <laughs> I feel like I'm having my hair dyed because I'm on the run <laughs> in like a, in a motel bathroom.
0: <laughs> uh, Tom, what is it that always sends you
2: off? It's a, a CT scanner.
0: A CT scanner? Yeah. Aren't they meant to be noisy? Very
2: noisy. It's the rhythmic warm of the
0: magnet. I'm guessing.
1: Okay, so when was the last time you were in a CT scanner, and what happened? Uh,
0: Just last week, and uh, I fell asleep for about five minutes (laughs) while it was going on. (laughs) I've never had to be in a CT scanner, but I guess one of the positives is that aren't you told to, like, just be still and not move? So if you're falling asleep, Tom, that's probably good for them.
2: Absolutely, the perfect patient.
0: Perfect. And what was everyone
1: saying? Did they think, oh, nice one, Tom, for not moving, or think, that's a bit weird?
0: They uh, they just had a giggle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fair play. Cheers, Tom. What's guaranteed to send you off? Zach in Dundee says, Traffic. I grew up by a very busy junction, Ooh. moved away to a quiet area since I've had to put traffic noises on my phone so I can sleep. I cannot sleep if there's no traffic. Well, it's so weird, isn't it? Because
1: sometimes when you do go like out into the countryside and there's nothing, yeah, that can unsettle you a little it bit. It is as well.
0: eerie. We're after the things what? that always set you off. Let, let, let's unpack this more. He says we got it during the summer for the heat waves. The air conditioning part broke. Just basically pushes warm air around the room. But we got so used to the noise, we can't sleep without it on now. We have tried. It does have wow. its perks. Dr- uh, drowns out any noise from outside and the neighbours. They must be made of
1: money. Those two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andy in Hanwell says. Uh, It's bath time for him. I don't know whether he's just texting us to keep us updated on his (laughs) evening or getting in the bath makes him go to sleep. Uh, We've got Tracy on the line. Tracy, what sends you off?
2: Being tattooed.
1: Wow. So having someone, like, scrape your arm with, like, a needle and Hmm. ink makes you fall
0: asleep.
2: Yeah. I don't know whether it's the sensation or the sound of the needles.
0: Tracy, I'm going to have to defer to you and Bush on this one. Well, I know you also have a, a, a t- t- tattoo. Can you, can C- you understand in this? navy tattoos. <laughs> can you understand this at all? No, I, I, genuinely,
1: when I had my tattoos done, it was ages ago now, but I was such a wimp during it, I almost wanted to get like a leather bit so I could chomp on it <laughs> like I was in the navy. Pass out rather than <laughs> fall asleep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see where the noise is quite calming, but not having a spiky spiky in the arm, surely.
2: Mm. Well, it wasn't in the arm, actually.
1: I don't know if I want to ask. (laughs) I don't want
0: to ask. I'm not going to ask. Cheers, Tracy. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Some incredible things that you are telling us about that you use to actually... To actually... It's kind of changed as the hour of the show has gone on. uh, That people are actually using on purpose to try and get themselves to sleep. as uh, like a sleep aid. So at the beginning it was kind of like, oh,
1: when this is happening, you can't help yourself but you fall asleep. Now people are, yeah, like doing it for...
0: Chris claims, I use a hairdryer to sleep. I burn out three to four a year. Just by sleeping.
1: That is unbelievable. And and not a good idea, Chris. Two words for you, Chris house fire. Yeah. Uh, Richard says, back in the day, I used to be a special constable and out in the public order van late at night, it wasn't unusual for me to fall asleep in the back, the siren running en route to a job. (laughs) But uh, Pip,
0: what sets you off?
2: Oh, match of the day.
1: Oh, now, can I just say, my other half, Katie, hates the theme tune to Match of the Day, to the point where if I've got it on downstairs, as an Everton fan, that doesn't happen that often, but if I've got it on downstairs and she's in bed upstairs, she texts me to say she can hear it. Can I turn it down? <laughs> she hates it. So it has the opposite effect on you. It kind of makes you want to just nod off. Is that I right? just go straight
2: to sleep when my husband's got Match of the Day on that. I can just out like a light. Can I ask a question? Well, I
0: don't understand, because I've had this thrown around as well. Match of the Day... Is, is literally all the good bits of any game. Even a nil-nil, it's all the good bits, so everything on it is exciting. I don't understand what's sleepy about it.
2: It's football. <laughs>
1: oh, there's the rub,
2: <laughs> as the Shakespearean phrase goes. Well, to be fair, I quite like the football, but my, the team that my husband and son support always lose, so if you want to watch Southampton, they're hopeless.
1: <laughs> wow, OK, so uh, you kind of fall asleep in sympathy because you want to see them go through pain.
2: Exactly. This is Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.
1: I did a show from the Radio City Tower and Richie was on his holiday a couple of weeks ago in Liverpool, uh, and it was great. I know you're not a big fan of hype, I'm so you'd, not. you'd have been out of that one, that's for sure. But it, it's amazing up there. Uh, how many, how many, do you remember, producer Nick, do you remember how many uh, meters in the air it was? 138 oh. metres, so it's a proper high tower. It's about 132 <laughs> high for me. you would have been down on the ground. <laughs> but look, amazing views of the city. Uh, we did the request show, which was all good, got to speak to a load of people, but a gorgeous sight of Goodison Park there and, uh, and Everton's new stadium as well, so I was absolutely in my element. But as we were doing the show, I noticed that uh, punters were walking around in the hallway, and by punters I mean just like normal members of the public, and it turns out, right, that you can pay eight quid, go into the St John's shopping centre in Liverpool, right in the middle, and then go up... The lift as a, as a paying member of the public, brilliant, and look around the tower, even though it is a working radio station. Wow. And at that moment, the penny dropped as a potential money spinner idea. Right, have a think about this tonight on Home Time. If people could pay to look around your workplace, your place of work. What would you show them? Because that's eight quid a time, and there must have been twenty odd people when we were doing that show on the Friday night, which is a, a fair bit of money in and these we, tough times.
0: We could monetize We could monetize this building here in central London because it's it's in Golden Square, which has got quite a historical history, and it has long been said over the many years yeah. I've worked here now that there are there are <laughs> there are haunted haunted elements to this building. So we could do eight quid a ghost tour of Little the ghost Absolute tour. Radio Studio, which you know,
1: weirdly enough, about two or three months ago. Um, Uh, an American couple, an elderly American couple, were out the front here in Golden Square and they they said like, uh, do you know where the toilet, is there any toilets around here? And there isn't really Mm. any toilets near. So I just ushered them in and they used our posh loo's downstairs. (laughs) So even just for that? Even just eight quid to use the loo (laughs) in central London. (laughs) Have a little think about it. Sam says, we have an abandoned decommissioned Cold War nuclear bunker on site that's used for storage. I would love to restore it and do tours for eight pounds a go.
0: Don't have to pay eight quid a time to have a look at the video of us making a ravioli yeah. toasty. That's not behind a paywall or anything. It's on the Absolute Radio Socials. Check out exactly what went down yesterday on Toasty Tuesday. Can I, can I just say, if you don't mind me saying this, I think you spat too soon last night. <laughs> <laughs> you hardly tried your
1: toasty. <laughs> it was good. It was so hot. You should, I, I reckon we should make it again. Well, because no, obviously we're going to do a different flavour next week. Next week, yeah. But in the interim... What about another one? We've got the the other half of the tin left. <laughs> anyway, watch this space. It is eight quid though, to go up the Radio City Tower in Liverpool where I did the show from a couple of weeks ago when Richie was on holiday. Uh, despite it being a working radio station, we've come up with a bit of a money spinner idea we want to cut you in on. If people could
0: pay to look around your workplace, what could you show them? Let's all go to Hayley's. Uh, we've got a very nice water wheel attached to our office. Whoa. People actually randomly walk around the private car park to have a look at it. We definitely need to start charging. That's great, isn't
1: it? And if you get stressed at work, just go outside have a look at the water. Yeah. Uh, Brian in Northern Ireland says, Bush and Richie, you can come and watch me walk about on stilts plastering ceilings for three quid an hour if you want. Wow. Uh, well, that's an offer you can't refuse. So look, apparently, someone's just um, corrected me, it's seven quid to go up the Radio City oh, Tower. that's
0: even more of a bargain. It really is a
1: hell of a bargain. Even though it's a, a functioning, working radio station, did the show from there a couple of Fridays ago, uh, so it's got us thinking in terms of uh, making a bit of
0: cash, if people could pay to look around your place of work, what could you show them? Arthur's in Cornwall, don't know any other information than that, but he says you could have a look around my signal box if you want. I suspect it might be something that is more for Richie. I'm
1: going to be honest with you, I don't really even know what a signal box is.
0: Is it it an old-fashioned thing with loads of levers? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, what moves all the tracks on the railway. Do they still do that, though, with the levers? Not so much levers these days.
1: Well, I'll leave you and him (laughs) to have a chat about it, that's for sure. We've got Kerry on the line. Kerry, what can we see at your workplace?
2: I work on the fourth floor, which is a panoramic view of Edinburgh, so I'm parallel to Edinburgh Castle. It looks over to the Queen's Ferry Crossing, the First and Fourth Sea, Leith, East Lothian to the west, all over um, the Lothians. It's a fantastic view.
1: And what is your line of work? You say you work on the fourth floor, but where and uh, what
0: do you do?
2: I'm a staff nurse and it's um, the Eye Pavilion, it's the hospital in the centre of Edinburgh.
0: There's, there's a, a little bit of poetry in there. that You guys are obviously making people's sight better. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> And then they're able to see a beautiful panoramic view at the end of it all.
2: Exactly. It's great. It's a fantastic job and uh, I'm lucky every day to have the views that I do and the patients.
1: Oh, God bless you. What an amazing place Edinburgh is as well. We stopped there for our our, our chip shop tour a few years back on this yeah. show. It was absolutely brilliant. So is it, it's a it's a place that specialises in in sight, et cetera. Is that right?
2: Yeah, it's ophthalmology. So.
1: I love this it's, that it's the, called the Eye Pavilion. It's like, get yourself down to the yeah. Eye Pavilion. like that, yeah. Oh, it's like the Eye Store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: well, it's the Princess Alexandra Eye Pavilion, to give it its posh name.
1: I, I love the fact that I's in there and it's Scottish as well, so down at, down at the Eye Pavilion.
2: I.
0: There you go. <laughs> you hey, can't help it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Joe says you could use the Nespresso machine and the photocopier in our office that you can email the image from. Wow. Check out that bit of tech. And Mark says uh, you can come to our office, and this kind of rings true here. There's no forks, one teaspoon, and 265 <laughs> knives. <laughs> Mrs. Wetz says I could show people around the suite at the General Medical Council, where overseas doctors have to show their skills and knowledge that are up to scratch. There's dummies you can take blood from, inject, and actors pretending to have stuff wrong with them. We're asking you, imagine people wow. could pay to look around your workplace, yeah. what could you show them? Uh,
0: Mike, where are you working then?
2: So I work for a, quite a well-known toy company, so
1: we have plenty of toys around our office all the time. And my my thinking to monetize
2: it is to have kids there and obviously set up some sort of playpen for them.
1: Wow. Are you talking about uh, an impromptu back-alley soft play type thing? Is that what you're talking about? Um, I mean, there's no soft play around the office, but I'm sure we could find something more more of a kind of, Action figure toys, kind of play area. The crash
0: in my in my head. Yeah. I'm thinking like um, Tom Hanks, kind of big. The office in big. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, as you design can, the toys, absolutely. is that why they're lying around your office? You you, you invent toys. Is that what happens? Uh, so our head office invent them. We just have them to uh, kind of display them around the office.
0: Love this. So good, isn't it's it? It's like an adult's dream, this.
1: Well, i tell you what. Absolutely. There's a new soft play that's popped up in Leon C around the corner, and I think it's like 10 quid mm-hmm. for a kid. So you, you could be in the money here, Mike, on the side. Do you well, know
2: what I mean? 10 quid, and maybe we could make it 20
1: quid
0: an hour for people for working, yeah.
1: Great idea. You are going to be a millionaire this time next year, Mike. It's great to have met you on the way up. <laughs> I look forward to
0: it. This text says, people could come to mine see us using machines daily that are up to 100 years old to make what we still sell. But we have no further details. Oh,
1: it's almost haunted, isn't it? More of yours to come. Laura says, uh, people could come to my workplace and see bacteria on agar
0: plates and cool machines that use lasers. Let's all get down to Elliot's. He's in Bedfordshire. He's a brewer in a local brewery. Regularly have tours around the brewery followed by a few beers. I love that
1: hoppy smell. David says, old aircraft hangars are clean climbing chimney, JCBs, and a haunted squash
0: court. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> a haunted squash, squash court. court. Uh, Andy, where do you work, then? Well, my workplace is Cheltenham, in a place called Eagle Tower. Eagle Tower?
1: Mean, that, I mean, that sounds like something from, like, He-Man, like Snake Mountain <laughs> or something. Do you know what I mean? Eagle Tower?
2: It's exactly that. Um, because it's in Cheltenham, they like to keep it really hush-hush, some of the stuff that goes on in there, so... um oh right yeah, there's
1: like loads of Ministry of Defence stuff in Cheltenham isn't it? GCHQ Is right? yeah 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 so Eagle Tower uh, I'm thinking like a cave where like bats come in and out of like an eagle
0: with like glowing eyes statue at the top I'm thinking something. you open the door by like twisting the eagle's beak or something that's it, exactly that exactly yeah that's it wow God, that's unbelievable I'd <laughs> <laughs> love to come
1: so what can we do we have a look around there what can we see
2: well, there's, there's the uh, the skip that's been there for at least eight weeks. I mean, that's a that, that's brilliant because I can check my coffee cup in there as I walk past.
0: <laughs> But they'd have a skip outside to make you think that it is isn't Eagle Tower. Exactly, they? throw you off the scent a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, obviously smokers on the roof, all that sort of good stuff. You know, standard stuff. Well,
1: brilliant, you've absolutely sold not only Eagle Tower but Cheltenham in general to Richie Nicer. So thank you so much. That's brilliant. If you want to see how we got on with our first ever Toasty Tuesday yesterday on the show, the video
0: is available to watch right now on our Facebook page. Knock yourselves out. It was ravioli. Here's the thing, right. Toasty Tuesday yesterday, we've often said one of the worst things about doing this home-time show is we're sat here so far away from food and so hungry. Starving already, even just thinking about it. (laughs) Exactly. Starving. Yesterday, we had, uh, you know, a ready-made escape because we knew we were going to eat a toasty. Today, I found myself in an awful place. Uh, So when I got home on Monday evening, obviously it was Halloween, all the trick-or-treaters gone by that point. Lightweight. You've just got the dregs left. Uh, And the sweets that were left yesterday, and we're still kicking around the house um, uh, yesterday. Uh, w- popping Candy. Wow, I haven't had Popping Candy since... It used to be called, like, was it Moon Dust? Space Dust. Space Dust, because I can tell you that with certainty, because I've over the last 36 hours, uh, I've gone down a bit of a uh, Space Dust Popping Candy wormhole, really, because yeah. I hadn't had it for so long. Oh, I love the stuff. It's got really, really bad. The hunger's kicked in in the last two songs tonight. I've just dropped in my Amazon... <laughs> In My Amazon basket, no. four pound sixty-five worth of popping candy. That's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of popping
1: candy. That's um, I'd say that's distribution rather than just personal use. It's coming tomorrow. Oh dear. I tell you what, an interesting thing that has popped up in our household is uh, the way that our eldest daughter Erin has started wearing her tie to school. Now I think about when you, when you were a kid, right? Yeah. You get forced to wear a uniform. Yes. Uh, and what you do as part of being a child and being rebellious is you can't just wear the uniform as like laid out in the school's rules. Mm-hmm. You have to fiddle with it a little bit, right? Yeah. So when I was a kid, we used to, uh, in a very 1980s way, wear the thin bit of the tie at the that front.
0: That was it, the thin tie, that's what
1: you did. Thin tie at the front, and then we used to pick out, just to add that extra level of uh, breaking your tools in terms of uh, rebellion, we would pick out the threads. So we had black stripes on our tie as well. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> and now, Erin went to go to school the other day, and she had the short they wear the, the, the fat bit of the tie yeah. really short like a ruffle like an Edwardian <laughs> ruffle they tuck the thin bit into their into their clothes you can't see at all and they're walking around with these little little fat weird ties that's crazy, it's come complete full circle isn't it, full circle so isn't it interesting how the the, 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 the ebb and flow of the, the
0: tie in school uniform is, it's done a 180 at least we know what to wear for the next awards do that we go to short tie, very very high up still won't win anything though Although, then again,
1: Toasty Tuesday. The Daily
2: Takeaway. Bush Richie's Daily Takeaway. Do you like
0: Baby Rabbits?
1: No, I'm still I'm still really annoyed. Still really annoyed. <laughs> I'm going to draw. I don't know what that guy is. I don't know who he is. He's my new. Have you got like a, a nemesis? Someone you don't like? He's my new office nemesis. <laughs> I'm going to draw his face on a bit of paper so I can stick pins in him tonight.
0: Baby Rabbits.